It's the love hour, 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 the love hour with Kevin Liz. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour Love Cast. I made that up last time, and people have been going with it. Love cast? Yeah, they've oh, been like, I, I love the love, love cast. cast baby. I kind of made it up, ooh, but you guys ooh, went ooh. with it. I'm your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I'm here with my co-host and husband. The Kev on stage. The Kev on stage. Mm-hmm. Yes, I want, I want Josh <laughs> to put me in like the NFL players. The Kev on stage. Oh, and then Markham little... Elementary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to turn into the camera. Wait, your elementary school? Yes. Okay. Lakes High School. Bam. I'm here for that. Go Lancers. Uh, we are, thank you for joining us today on the Love Hour. Um, we are your marriage champions. We have not been schooled or certified. We are just here to share our experiences as a married couple, um, some of the things that we've gone through, and how we've overcome some of those issues. Theme song. We are marriage champions, my friend. Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> we fight for love until the end. <laughs> We're marriage champions. We're marriage champions. No time for leaving because we're marriage champions. Of the world, <laughs> you knew I was not gonna stop until I, I know, got through the whole. I, you had to get through the whole. I just thing. want to make up a new song every episode. I guess. <laughs> uh, thank you guys. While we're here, thank you guys so much for the jingles that you have been sending us. We are going to include one in every single video. We're just gonna rotate them out. Yeah, and I want to just make you guys uh, look at Melissa as she has to listen to me read the comments and know that people are saying that or this with Kevin List is the way to go. Because I scour the comments and people are like, oh, that they or were. this, that they or this. Were. And I screenshot them. I send them to Melissa and I'm like, the streets is the streets is liking it. They like it. By the way, your makeup is impeccable today. Ain't this good? I, Shout I, I was on a struggle. I put this blue on and then was like, that's not cute. And then I put pink on and then I was like, now it's turning purple. And I, I'm here now. I knew you were going hard on your makeup because I was texting you at the gym and I was getting no reply. Also, I, I was charging my phone. So it was off in the corner. It was away from me. I was listening to a podcast. I was like in the zone. Oh, do you do it on purpose? No, there's no plug in here. Oh, there's no plug in here. Duly noted. Okay. Let's get started. So let's yes. get started. Oh, no, we have a couple more announcements. Oh. Um, and one of those being that we are planning a conference. It is going to be in Atlanta. That's like the first time I think we've announced the city. Officially. Officially announced the city. It will be in Atlanta in 2020. And it will be in the summer. Weekend? I do not want to give the weekend until I lock in this venue. I feel you. But it will be in the summer. That is June, July, or August. <laughs> in case you're not sure how summer works in America, could technically be September. Could be September, but if if it's, if June, it's July, or August, it'll be in Atlanta. It will be next year. Be prepared. It's our teeth and ambition are bare. It's a big deal. For Melissa's been um, working very I hard on it. I have been not going to sleep, staying up till 3 o'clock in the morning. Either not going to things. sleep or going to sleep at 8, 12. She's That's like, Kev, true. let's watch the Fire Festival doc. I was like, fam, what happened? Ja Rule. Oh, man, I do. I have been like super, super tired. Okay, so I think those are all of those very quick announcements. Um, one other announcement as we are, this is the last podcast of the month of January. Mm-hmm. And so the month of February will be our love and sex month. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. 
Let's talk about peen and budgie and the good things that can be. Let's talk about sex. That was a heart, though. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> so the, the whole month will be dedicated to taking the stigma out of taking sex. Taking the stigma out of sex. We have two um, confirmed guests. Yes, we do. One is a sexologist, and then we have a couple, and he is certified in marriage counseling, and I am... So excited. I've been Be working excited. on advertisements. So I'll put a uh, push out all of their or put out all of their advertise or um, links to the social media pages and all of that. Okay. Once they are to my liking, I have like five different versions that I've created. and I, I do not like none of them. So I'll be doing that and putting those out with really within Crazy the next kid. couple days because January is ending like in two days. Um, and I think that are that's all. What's my other announcement? Should we start a separate IG account oh, thank and you. or Facebook page? Yes. We put it out to you, the people. Yeah, I've been toying with this idea of, se- of starting a new uh, The Love Hour Instagram page that's totally separate that'll have all the news dedicated to the love hour uploads your reposts all of the podcast questions you're podcast to, you're listening books, to yeah all of that stuff will be sexual like sexual positions holy I was saying holy with a W but also hey. H-O-L-Y also <laughs> completely <laughs> fit as well tell y'all, I'm, I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it the thou wow with y'all people of the world the love hour is changing as we ourselves are changing okay we um uh, we didn't be talking about sex in our own marriage no. And, and we started talking about it more. We're interested in some things with, that were not previously available in previous versions of our sex life. And the thing that we've always done and will always do with the love hour is we will be transparent in our marriage and in effort to help us and help others. A lot of times it's helpful to y'all, but it's also helpful to us. Absolutely. To have these conversations with you about everything. So it's also difficult. I ain't going to hold you. It's difficult to have a conversation about something and put it out to the Internet that is very fresh in your mind. Um, but we don't want to be fake and only talk about things that we conquered years ago. And yes. we don't want to give off the impression that we have a perfect relationship that has no problems either. Absolutely. So we want to go through our marriage with you and tell you what's working for us in, 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 in hopes that it works for you as well. And our sex life is evolving, as is our communication, as is our financial situation and our understanding of finance, as is our dreams and lives. And, and shoot, we building a whole company over here. We are. Kevin Stage Studios, Studio A, where we're shooting right now, the famous Studio A. We got Josh Gons in here shooting. Josh be over here every day shooting and editing. Our life is changing. 2019 is setting us up for life to be clear in 2020. All right. Perfect vision. All right. In 2020. Churchy catchphrase. <laughs> um, okay, so I think that's it. We want to go into um, this or that. That or this with Kev and Liz. It's time for this or that with Cam and Liz. This or that with Cam and Liz. Tomato. Tomato. Potato. Potato. We choose each other no matter the problem. This or that with Cam and Liz. This or that with Cam and Liz. My begrudging way of saying it. Join the movement. The question is, would you rather be invisible or fly? Okay, question to you. Oh, you always I need clarify before I need clarity. Would you rather? I need clarify before I can answer. How far can I fly, and for how long? How you can? Can I fly as fast as a plane? Am am I Superman? You're Superman. I can fly as fast as I want for as far as I want. Yes. And how long can I be invisible? You're Wonder Woman. Invisible for as long as I want. Yeah. With her jet. I'll give you a jet. With the belt. 
No belt. Ooh, I'm Wonder Woman all day. I had the biggest crush on Wonder Woman when I was a kid. She was like the only superwoman hero person that uh, I thought was totally awesome. Really? Yep. So I'm invisible. You're being invisible? I'm being invisible all day. Don't Every I care about I... flying? Why I got to fly anywhere if you don't know where I am anyways? Yeah, but you. it would take a while <laughs> to get there. Who cares? You don't know where I am. Bro, if I could fly, I would fly. Why? Because I could be like, listen, you you get on my nerves. And I'd be out. I would go straight through this roof. I wouldn't even walk out of the door into the back. Don't come back. <laughs> and then I would do the superhero land like Iron Man and them with the one knee. If I could fly, I could Why try. do I could you go always have right so now. much theatrics? I'm a theatrical copy guy. <laughs> I need an entrance and I need a superhero drop. Can you imagine if I had a show in Sacramento and I pull up in my own body? As bougie as you are, you wouldn't want to fly. Are you ready? Get on stage. And I bust through the roof of the theater? That would be too much. I break the stage. You would want that. Can I have Iron Man stuff too? No. Why? You're over here creating a superhero. This is not build a bear. (laughs) It's a build a... I would totally fly because I would go right now to Singapore. (laughs) I would. I saw Crazy Rich Asians. And I was like, bro, didn't what? didn't watch it. I, but I saw it. I saw the opening part when they were in Singapore. It was nice. And I was like, yo, I want to go to Singapore. And then I was talking to Tim DeLaGhetto about it. And he was like, it's a great entry city. Oh, to name uh, drop. Oh, yeah. YouTuber. <laughs> professional YouTuber, Timothy DeLaGhetto from Wild and Out. And he was saying uh, Singapore is a great entry city to um, Asia because uh, if you've never been to Asia, which I haven't. Um, because English is their first mm, or primary, primary language. language. So it's like Asia um, Asia for American dummies. Yeah. So uh, so that jumped up on my list, by the way. I know you um, you know about my travel list. Yes. Uh, the thing about invisible, <laughs> this is going to sound bad. <laughs> I only want to be invisible to do crimes. <laughs> just wanna, this is like, why you can't have these I just want to go into a bank and like steal money. I can't think of anything positive I would do with just invisibility. To not, to not be seen. But why? I feel like moms why would, would I would be, not want to be seen. I know. I feel like moms would just want to be like, you know what? All y'all get on my nerves. I just need to disappear for a minute. I got no value for that. All right. So we're going to move on. Are you done? Do you have anything else? Can I fly and be invisible? No. Would you rather? This on my or dreams. These are all hypothetical. You telling me no this is hypothetical. Or that. That or this. Fly. Pick one. Fly. Fly like an eagle, okay. see no leave alive. Like we said, the month of February will be our taking the stigma out of sex yes. month. Yes, and I'm really excited about that because I Tell think um, I think a lot of our audience is like us. And, uh, that. and then we grew up really churchy and sex was very taboo. Or um, maybe you were like me and we didn't have healthy dialogue with our parents about sex. Yes. My mom, I told this story before, but I'm going to tell it every time I get the opportunity because it's funny every time. I was 19. I don't know if you know this, 19 or 20. And my mom was like, are you a virgin? I do know this. And I was like, mom, you're like four years late <laughs> for this. Three years late. So they, they that was our only conversation. My dad just, he just like acted like sex did not exist. Yeah, mine too. So, um, and I'm not blaming the church. I'm just saying like, I was getting a lot of my information from life about Absolutely. church. And, and, and I, we weren't, we, we weren't having no serious conversations. So I like that we're taking the stigma out of sex with everything, you know? And I yeah. think, um, one of those stigmas about sex is is performance. Yes. For men. I mean, I think as you get older, I'm 35. Are you really? Okay? I'm 35 You this look year. good for 35. I'm, I'm, 
have hair. You know what I was thinking about? I got a receding hairline and a pimple at the same time. And I was like, God, one or the other. Fam. <laughs> like, I should not have a receding hairline and a pimple. I should That's have one funny. or the other. Not both. You break anyway. out once a year. So yeah, I know. But I was like a pimple and no hairline. That's Come on, funny. fam. Not fair. But anyway, one of the stigmas about sex is performance. Uh-huh. And men, we just... Sometimes we don't we don't perform like we used to when we were young, you know. That is hard. Uh, yeah, trying or to measure up to where you. Oh, that's the thing about it. Okay. Sometimes you can't get good. it get it up when you want it, and it can't stay as long, <laughs> and you feel bad about it. You do because you're a man, and, and it's like, awkward for your wife too. Yeah, she's just like, hey, oh, and then you're like, no, don't look at. Now you're looking at it. <laughs> now it's gone. So, and I think one of those stigmas is about performance, and it's like it's so like hush hush about like, oh man, I need something to help me out, and I I don't think it should be hush hush. Right. I think it should be just as simple as, hey man, when I have a cold. I take airborne. Yes. You know, if my knee's acting up, I put on a knee brace. If I need to perform at an optimal, you know, level, level then I need to have some performance enhancement. What would you recommend? I recommend Blue Chew. <laughs> Blue Chew is a performance enhancer. Listen, guys, let me let me just talk to you straight talk, okay. real rap. Tell us rock. about it. Okay. I'll be quite honest. I was a little worried. I am a little worried about when my day comes where I can't do what I used to do. Mm-hmm. But with Blue Chew, I'm not that concerned anymore. Uh-huh. Because Blue Chew is, it, it's it's not even a pill. It's a chewable. It's chewable, which automatically off top is fantastic because yes. swallowing is hard. See what you did there. (laughs) And you can increase your performance using this. So now I'm not as worried because I'm like, yo, if ever I'm getting to a point. And here's the thing about Blue True. It's not only if you can't perform. It's if you just want an extra an extra added boost. So what are we recommending, Kevin? I'm recommending in in February you try Blue True. That's what I'm saying. Part of taking the stigma out of sex. It's blue chew. It's blue chew. It's actually just having these honest conversations with your spouse yes. about performance. And maybe that includes enhancing your performance with blue chew or enhancing the experience yes. with blue chew. And you want to have a great experience. So let me just spell it out to you in case you're not understanding how it's spelled. Josh, cool music. Smooth jazz. Bluechew.com, that's blue like the color blue, okay? Bluechew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it's the real deal and that this stuff really works. Which is, that's pretty impressive. Listen, I, I, I ain't, ain't going to Viagra and Cialis, but and, it's chewable? And it's the FDA-approved. Yeah, you FDA? know, So you don't have to worry about it being some off-brand nothing. It is made in the good check, old check, check. U.S. of A. A and it's going to make your day or a night, depending on how you feel. Okay. Now it's not just for guys with dysfunctions, for any guy who wants extra function and to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Yes. Okay. Valentine's Day. I want to have the game the of my life. The entire month of February, people. But especially Valentine's Day. The entire month of, Val- of Valentine's Day. The entire month of February. I, I agree. <laughs> but I'm planning something for you on Valentine's Day. Oh, hello. And I, I got to be able to perform. Okay. So listen, Blue Chew. That's B-L-U-E, Chew.com. And we got a promo code for you. Boom! It's Love Hour. Capital L-O-V-E-H-O-U-R. So okay? you're going to go to BlueChew.com. That's mm-hmm. B-L-U-E, Chew.com. And enter promo code Love Hour. And you will get product for free. And uh-huh. you just pay $5 for shipping. That's it. Listen, we nice out here. I, we're helping the people. We okay, are. We're both giving you an option to help in, in, enhance your performance and also 
taking the stigma out of it, guys. I don't think it should be a big deal. Hopefully you're watching the love hour with you and your wife and your husband. And now you, you maybe you haven't had a reason to talk about performance in the bedroom. Yes. Now we're giving you an open door to have a conversation about it. Man, and say, hey, Kevin Blizzard crazy. You heard about that blue chew? It's what you free. think about that? It's free. I had ordered some <laughs> and I want to see what I feel like. You know what I'm saying? So listen, guys, trust us. It's worth the try. I'm going to try it. Fabulous. I'm ordering my own February 1, getting it on. Right. And I'm going to report back to y'all. That's what we need. That's what I'm going to tell y'all. I ain't going to hold you. I'm going to be like, yo, I was the LeBron of the bedroom. <laughs> I was strong. All right. Here we go. Thank you guys so much for that. Um, and thank you to Blue Chew, who is our first sponsor. Our of the very pod. first sponsor of the show. Yeah. Clap for us, Liz. I and knew, it, I knew the Love Hour would start getting some some sponsors, people who like the show, people who want to help it out, and y'all listening have helped us land some sponsors, and so that's why you. we continue to give you this content for free. So make sure that you support our sponsors, yes, and visit the stuff that we recommend because believe it or not, we don't recommend everything that comes across no. the desk. Melissa's very particular about we, what we say yes to, and we wanted to help take the stigma out of sex, so we said yes to Blue Chew. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Okay, just really quickly before we uh, move on, I just want to announce that I am going to be bringing the book club black uh, back, obviously, and I am going to be reading for women only by Shanti Feldham. Kev will be reading for men only by Jeff Feldham, who is Shanti's wife, a uh, husband. husband. Um, and I definitely, this is one of those books that I recommend reading as a couple. You can get it on Audible. Um, Shanti has a very pleasant voice. That's always something important to me because if I'm be listening to a book, like, let me make sure that your voice is cool. Um, <laughs> so we'll be starting that off in February, but just FYI, that's coming down the pipe. All right. So we are on to today's topic, which is um, talking about a continuation from navigating through navigating life, transitions. life transitions. That was such a Part popular. Duo. It was. It was a very popular episode. You guys like really, really enjoyed it. And we received a ton of questions. So we're just basically as a part two going to be answering your questions. Absolutely. Okay. So the first question we have is and I'm not going to give any names I'm not going to read any questions like verbatim from email because most of the questions honestly were the same I just pick questions that kind of summarize the majority of all of the questions okay okay so how do wives begin to have healthy conversations about how they're feeling without feeling like a nag I, I think you should answer that. I shall answer that. And actually the answer one of the answers to this question is why I thought of Shanti um, Feldham she's I'd highly recommend her book. Um, but she has a next day rule, mm -hmm. um, which basically means if whatever I want to bring up, if it won't matter tomorrow, is it worth bringing up today? Mm -hmm. Is what I'm about to bring up, is it a matter of preference? Is it a matter of opinion? Um, do I want to cause an argument with my spouse over something that I just prefer? over something that's a matter like it's not a fact it won't really affect anything tomorrow in the big scheme of life this really doesn't matter um then maybe not bring it up or if it is bothering you instead of bringing it up in the moment because this is one thing she uses this example and i know i'm guilty of it and i can imagine a lot of women are your husband does something nice does the kitchen but forgets to sweep Mm -hmm. or doesn't follow patterns and puts the plates where the cups go yeah. or doesn't put the top 
on the Tupperware yeah. or whatever it is that like just irks you. And you're like, yeah, you did such a good job, but. Um, and what, and which I know we're all guilty of, and it's just like raining on their parade. Yes. Uh, no, yeah. I know. I rolled my eyes. eyes so I hard. told Melissa, I said, look, you know, there's the old adage that men are dogs. Mm-hmm. And if we want to keep with that adage, then, then dogs, when they do well, you give them a treat. You want to say, hey, good boy. Yes. The, the, you know, proverbial good boy goes a long way. I'm like, uh huh, I did like that. And I'll tell you why that is so hard for women because a lot of the things that we do goes unthanked. And Mm. so a lot of times you feel like, are you doing, and actually just heard this, are you doing this to be thanked or are you doing this because I need the help? To be thanked. Right. Yes. And that becomes. But then it's still helping you. Yeah, but because the intent is different, you kind of feel like well, I want Jim- you to want to do the dishes. Yes, but the dishes are done. What does it matter? Because <sighs> we don't want to do them either. But, but we I, do them I, out of love. Them. We do them because we want the house to be nice. We do them because when people come over, you want the house to be present presentable in a certain way, and you want to be proud of the place that you live. And you want your husband to feel good about that. And those are things that you don't think about. So, anyways, the point is that when things happen taking a moment to think, will this matter the next day? Mm-hmm. And it allows women the opportunity to prioritize what's important to them, what does need to be um, you know, spoken aloud and what, what we can hold on to and maybe bring up the day after, mm-hmm. or maybe not at all, to give men the opportunity to say thank you and for or to give us the opportunity to tell our men thank you and move mm-hmm. on. And so that we don't always feel like we are, we're bringing up something constantly because that's where the nagging comes up when we're nitpicking, when we're saying the same thing over and over and over and over again and again and again. And I think men, they just get tired of hearing that and mm-hmm. it comes across as nagging. I agree. I think for a while there you were, I mean, by a while, I mean years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we had a conversation about you nagging. You didn't want to be a nag in our first or our home in Washington. Mm-hmm. And I felt like seven years passed before you did anything even remotely resembling nagging. Yeah. And then what happened? Well, and that's why I think it's a matter of prioritizing because for women, there are always things that we can nitpick. Mm. There are always things that you are doing wrong that we can bring up. Like in real life, it's true. Because again, going back to preference or opinion, when we're so used to doing things a certain way, it doesn't become preference or opinion. It becomes like, this is a fact. This should be done this way. Um, And we have to take that step back and say, is it really? Can it be done the way he's done it? And it be okay. Do Mm. I have to bring this up? And it allows us to, when we do speak up to be more um, almost convicted, so to speak, in what we're saying, because it's like, I'm not nagging you. Like, you're not going to be able to put that title on me because I don't nag you. Don't you put so that when title I don't, on me, Ricky Bobby. Yes. Yeah, so when I do bring up something, I need you to respect and really listen to what I'm saying because I'm speaking my heart and I don't do that. I'm not nitpicking you. I'm not, you know, nagging, so to speak, um, you all the time. Fair. Okay. Did you have anything else? Well, what made you... When you decided to do your Just Say It campaign, mm-hmm. you had to deal with your yourself mm-hmm. um, saying, I'm going to do maybe what you consider as nagging. Yeah. Like, what was the first thing that you said? Okay, I'm going to. Do you want to s- go there? I have other questions. Well, I'm just curious. Okay. As your husband. Okay. 
um, what was your thing? Because I remember we talked about this last night. I know you're reading, you're answering other people's questions. That's oh, what I'm saying. Okay. Do you want to wait? You're nagging me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, do we really want to certify? Okay. What sparked Melissa's Just Say It campaign? Was that literally the next yes, question? That's why I'm okay. like, you're answering people's questions. Well, I don't know. I'm uh, just the talent. I'm just the co host. I'm not the main host. I'll just be in here. Okay. What sparked Melissa's Just Say It campaign? And actually, I received a lot of questions. So tell about the people this. what they want to know. <clears throat> so, couple things. Um, you look good, man. Uh, thank you, Bo. So, the first yeah, thing yeah, that happened that's actually. Um, it's like minor, but also mm, mm, mm. Um, it's minor, but it's also something that is just like indicative of indicative. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Um, that's indicative of the moment of like the just say it campaign. And that is I get my nails done. Mm-hmm. And when I would go, the lady would like file my I need to get my nails done, but she would file my cuticles down to the point where. They would bleed. And it's just one finger that's like really, really sensitive. And she would do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying like, ow, that hurts. I don't want you to do that. And you do that every single time I come here. I would just like take the pain because I didn't want her to feel bad that she was hurting me. What? I know. It's she so hurting weird. your finger, pushing your cuticle back in and you going inside yes and you would not tell her hey fam that hurt me it hurt my binder no ow charlie no i did not how many times this happened oh i don't i there's no number really you just sat up there and took pain i and that's just like a small example there's so many other examples in my life where um if something happens and it's like an awkward situation even if i'm like acutely aware of like oh this is what's happening but i don't want to make it weird mm-hmm. i won't say anything or I'll act like i don't notice it or I'll act like i don't understand or I'll act like i don't know just to like i don't want you guys to feel bad so i'll take the weirdness out dang i know it's that's cray cray yeah it's really weird actually um and there was moments like that you know using the nail example there was moments like that on the tour like there's so many moments in my life where i've done that so in december also, this this was not just in our marriage no this was your personality just throughout absolutely life. this was just a trait that somehow i have taken on mm. i don't even know where it came from to be honest um not wanting to take up my full space mm-hmm. i'm sure a myriad of reasons yeah so um in december i actually wrote this in my notes i'm gonna pull it up pull it up so in december december 26 yeah december 26 is when i like officially dubbed my just say it campaign and this is what i wrote in my notes like this is what the essence of the campaign is just say it 2019 be vocal about what you want during sex tell a stranger tell a stranger when they've wronged you and that's stemming directly from the nail situation and tell your spouse when they've hurt your feelings and that is like the essence because i don't want to hold on to um those wrongs whether they are in public or in private so Mm. whether that's with me and you or if i'm out in line and someone cuts me and i'm like it's fine it's no big deal it's just one person like actually saying oh i'm sorry excuse me the lines that way he was out here letting people punk you child being nice i wish somebody would come hey fam what's good 
The line starts back there. You I good? don't. I don't even know where it came from, but definitely that is um, something that I'm working on. Okay. Next question. How did you find the courage to use your voice? Like Melissa's newfound voice. How did she find the courage to use it? Um, hold on. Go like this in your nose. A booger? I have a booger in my nose? Is it gone? How did Melissa find the courage to use her new voice? So on the last video... Um, You're so annoying. <laughs> how do boogers just appear? Like, we've been doing know. this podcast for how long? And then the booger was like, what's up? Y'all filming? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you doing? How does that happen? Because you've been know. looking at me for 20 minutes. I know it wasn't there because you wouldn't let your boy be out there like no, that. it was there a little bit. Boogers be hating, man. You feel me? <laughs> okay. okay. How did Melissa find the courage to use her newfound voice? And how did Kevin react? <laughs> You want to give your part and I'll okay. tell you how I So how I found my newfound voice. It, honestly, I was realizing that I was headed down a path of a huge blow up and resentment. Mm-hmm. Um, one of his name's John Gottman. He's I think he's an author and I said I was going to look this up and I forgot. Um, but I hear his name all the time and I feel like I've read one of his books. But he has four um, horsemen of divorce, so like four indicators that he's able to determine with like or predict with like 90% accuracy if a couple is going to be headed down wow. divorce. And one of them is contempt. Mm-hmm. And Kevin and I were talking about this last night because I was... Not I was, contempt of court. No. Because um, I was like, what exactly is contempt? Like, how do we... What is contempt? And one of the definitions was that it is disgust meets anger. Mm. And it comes as a um or resentment is the precursor to contempt Mm. and in the moment i didn't realize that but looking back on it i can totally see resentment leading to contempt Mm -hmm. and therefore me becoming angry not with like us but like with you as like a like your character now becomes that we have these problems because you are a bad person you disgust me you are the person i no longer want to be with and that's when now I want to get out of this situation. Yes. So just really being honest with myself, realizing that I was beginning to feel um, lonely because, again, we talked about this during the episode with Angel, um, not being able to express your true feelings brings on loneliness. And part of the reason why is because when you are emotionally vulnerable, that builds a connection. And when you don't have that opportunity to connect with your spouse on like those deeper levels, you can feel isolated and realizing like having these, I don't know if they were that deep, but very like just kind of becoming aware that I'm starting to feel isolated. I'm starting to feel lonely. I'm starting to feel like um, just distant and disconnected. And I can feel this like resentment building up and I'm going to explode saying, okay, what is the cause of all of this? And realizing that it was because I wasn't speaking up in all areas of my life. Yeah, I agree. I think um, it was a little tough at first. We talked about this. I think I don't know how I worded it or how you worded it. But what I heard was I'm finished like this again. See, you was playing too much. And now it's on a nose hair. It's on your nose hair. Another butter in my nose. It's gone. Okay. 
So when you, I, I, I believe you first told me you, you weren't at the point of the Just Say It campaign yet. Mm-hmm. Right. This is months ago, maybe six months ago, eight months ago. Maybe you were trying to find yourself. And you said something along the lines of, I'm going to start, I'm about to start speaking my mind. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to have to deal with it. I did not say that. You mushed me like that. I had my food in my hand. You Kevin's smacked my dinner plate the out, of the, out of my hand. And you was like, and you eat off the floor now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, those aren't the exact words, but you said something along the lines of like, I'm about to start speaking my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember being like, have you not been speaking your mind? Like, are yeah. you finna just start talking to me crazy? Like, what does that mean? Why, what are you like going to just start trying to disrespect me? Mm-hmm. So I felt like it was an ego, um, an ego first response. Yes. Is that a thing? I, I, I believe you just made it up and I'm going to concur with it. I like that. It was an ego first response to take it as disrespect. Yes. Like, first of all, you're using a lot of big words. I don't understand <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> so I'm going to take it as disrespect. First of all, watch your mouth. <laughs> um, so that's kind of what I felt like. And I was like, and I think I felt like, what did I do to deserve you, you know, to deserve this? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the thing with men, especially me. I often feel like, everything you do is a reaction to something I have done. Right. And a lot of times you are going through something in your own life. It will also affect me, Sure, but it's not in reaction to me. Absolutely. You know, like everything about your life is not, you know, centered on how it affects me. You know, you were just like, I need to start doing this in my life. Um, as you started to <laughs> say it, I feel like I had ego first responses almost all the time. I ain't going to hold you, especially before you said the just do it campaign or just say it campaign before I announced it, before you announced it okay. to me, not to the people mm-hmm. like you talked to me before you yeah, made your yeah, podcasting. Yeah. Remember very specifically one time we had Jojo soccer game and there's a lot of times you your just say it campaign ran uh, concurrent with me trying to help and me helping in the wrong way. Yes. So we had Jojo soccer game. I know you remember this. Uh, you were asked you were saying something to a soccer parent. And I answered the question thinking I was helping you. Mm-hmm. And you were like, first of all, I'm good at my job. I know. Yeah. People, I don't remember? remember what the conversation was. Yeah. Remember talking about that? Yeah. And you, you know, you were in front of one of the parents and you didn't like say it like, mm-hmm. like crazy. But I remember being like, that was an odd response mm-hmm. to like, well, we ain't talking about your job. Yeah. Like, what do you mean? So apparently I've been micromanaging you, uh, and stuff. And I did not know Josh concern. <laughs> Josh knows I'm, I'm, Y'all pray for me in deliverance as I start to let things go in my life and help let people who work with us take over. Yes. It's hard to let go. Josh <laughs> is editing Aska. And I was like, please, Mr. Joshi, could you back the files up on my hard drive so I could just look at them sometimes and know they are safe? I literally had the I said, what if Josh just loses the phone? Because, you know, the, the phone that we shoot on is connected to my iCloud. Yes. And if you don't let it sit open on Wi-Fi for a long time, the files won't be on high cloud yeah. so i'd be looking like what if he don't like me and he throw my phone in the lake <laughs> and it's dumb but anyway so i was like josh can you please help me and just you know transfer him so i said all that to say i was doing that same type of thing to you but it was having a a, a bigger effect mm-hmm. so it was that that kind of stuff was happening all like more and more often yeah so once you finally said i'm just doing this just say it thing then i understood and it was easier to deal with. That doesn't mean I didn't respond ego first. Because I think the thing that I had to learn the most was that a lot of ways that I try to help you mm-hmm. is me overstepping my yes. bounds. And I'm ending up 
taking things away from you right and that makes you feel like you you're not valued like what you were taking that was is kevin doesn't think i can do this and do you know that that is one of the biggest um questions that a counselor can ask a wife if she is in a happy marriage it's not are you happy do you feel valued yeah do you feel heard and those answers uh, or the answer to that question speaks more in line with how happy she is in her marriage than the question, am I happy? Because it's an indication of health. Okay, now say that one more time. I'm trying okay. to understand for clarity. So <laughs> I want to just, li- I, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I get it, but I don't get it. And maybe people here who are listening do not understand. Okay. And they need to repeat it, not me. I'm very smart. <laughs> so the question to a woman specifically, do you feel valued? do you feel heard or seen Mm. in your relationship is a better indicator of a happy, like the answer to that question is a better indicator of how happy she is in her relationship than just asking the question, are you happy in your relationship? Really? Because it is an indicator of health. And sometimes you can um, feel good and not be healthy. That's good. Okay. Okay. So just like in real life, you, just in like real you life. Have, you're asymptomatic. Yes. So answering That's what was happening with us. Yes. And so what happens is you can have the appearance of being happy, but inside you can feel um, disconnected or distant because you don't feel again, going back to the idea of being seen and valued, um, being um connection and not being lonely and isolated like all of those things are connected and so as a spouse if i don't feel like my voice is heard by you if i don't feel like my opinions matter to you that my voice isn't valued by you then i can feel isolated from Mm. you because again being able to share those like intimate thoughts and ideas and just being able to like share your heart is how a woman builds that bond and that connection and if i don't feel like you can't hear those intimate needs that I have, then we're not connecting. Yes. Okay. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Okay. And I'll give you an example. Now something just clicked in my head of like, so we're talking about the conference, right? The love our conference, mm-hmm. right? Um, one of the ways that I all, often help people is having a, a network. Mm-hmm. So if somebody comes to me, is like, Hey, I need a shirt guy. Yes. Bruh. Talk to my guy. Yes. Talk to this guy. Yes. Kev, how you, so I'm doing that all, mm-hmm. all the time. So people come to me with like, what cameras do you use? What, you know, yeah. so that type of stuff. Right. So we're trying to plan for the Love Hour Conference 2020 in Atlanta, Georgia in the summer. And my wife is like, okay, how are we going to do these volunteers? Right? So in my, like, I was going to help you. Mm-hmm. Right? I hit my boy up. Yo. Yeah. Need some volunteers. Boy's like, got you. Mm-hmm. Do X, Y, Z. <coughs> I'll take care of it for you. Done, done, done. Yes. Right? I go into my wife's room. Baby girl, let me tell you what you ain't got to worry about no more. I'm volunteers. <laughs> Your boy caught you. <laughs> now, I'm thinking I have now taken this off your plate. Right. And now I spit on you. <laughs> uh, now you can focus on something else on the conference. And because of my friends and my network, I can help you in the way that I've helped other people around right. me. And those people have often been very thankful because they don't know how to set sure. up or whatever. So I'm approaching you that same way. Much to my surprise, that help wasn't coming across as help. Right. What it was coming across as as what you always call Kevin has a takeover spirit. Yes. Right. So the conference, what was important to you wasn't I need the volunteers. What was important to you is I want to plan this this conference 
with my vision. Yes. Now, my vision may end up being that we use this guy's volunteers, but it also may end up being my event coordinator finds another thing. Mm -hmm. And it may end up being at this, you know, convention center you suggested. It may be at someone I did. Mm -hmm. But what you were saying to me is I want to take the lead and have you support me in the way I've supported you. Not I want you to take over this like you've done so many things. Yes. And I had to understand that. And I think that's what happens a lot of time in marriages. Like I have firmly believe that people are not always malicious no i think they often are trying to help but if you don't what i didn't hear was right and here's the being heard and being valued what i didn't hear was i want you to support me yes as i lead this conference it's important to me what i heard was i need volunteers and in classic man fashion problem solve without even presenting a to problem. the rescue Without you ain't gonna even. worry about volunteers <laughs> and what i didn't and so now because i didn't even tell you this but he followed up with me like yo have you talked to your wife mm-hmm. you know where are you at blah 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 should i set up a call and i said no you <laughs> should not you better not and he was like is everything good i was like everything's fine but melissa's working at her own pace if she needs this to happen i'd be happy to facilitate this call but until she gives me the directive that this is what she's interested in absolutely so now Old Kev, even like old Kev, which is two weeks ago, Kev, mm-hmm. would have been like, Liz, he's asking, what do you want to yeah. do? But now that I've heard your heart, which is I want to lead this. And that's important to you. Absolutely. And, and also, let me say before you okay. before you say something. In marriage, when something is important to your spouse, it is important that you support that, whether you agree and that with that is, is being valued. Is it? That is being because I am saying, and that's the point I was just about to make in that if I say this is important to me, I want to do this. And you just say, ah, hogwash. This, they're the volunteers. This is what you need. This is what you need to do. How am I being valued? Yes. How am I being seen? I literally just said this and you were like, ah, nobody cares what you th-. like. The way it feels is mm-hmm. no one cares what you said. No yes. one cares how you feel. This is what we need to do. Yes. So push your feelings aside. This is now the plan. And that is, and again, being able to say, I said this and he respects that he values that he understands that is a connection. Yes. And that happened a lot of times, not just in this, in productions. I remember for the righteous and ratchet live, you were like, I want to produce this Yes. for only in you, you know, so you've made your, your, your claims there. And now it's my responsibility to do my part to uphold that you, hey, I want to, I want to produce, you know, you and Doughboy's live show. So now I can't produce it like I used to produce it. Right. Which is just go, 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 man, 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 joke, 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 yeah. city, 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 tickets on sale. You know what I mean? I've got to say, okay, so how can we produce this together so that you can be a part of it? Right. right. So I think that's the big key for me is learning that what I thought was helpful isn't always helpful if it's not being perceived as help i agree and in order to feel value i've got to make sure what is important to you is supported by me absolutely not overrun right. with me to the rescue yes and i think that's an important part just really quickly going back to the nagging um deal is men not writing off what your wife says automatically as nagging yes understand that if she is speaking to you and she is speaking her heart regardless of what it's about like taking a moment and like really understanding and listening to her. Otherwise, again, if it's just nagging, you're just going to disregard it. She's crazy. She's nagging. Um, Then you're not seeing her. 
and she doesn't feel valued and you don't respect what she has to say. So she has to constantly say it over and over and over and over and over. And it becomes a cycle within itself. I'm going to give you another example. I be doing good and you don't be knowing. So we got an assistant now. Yes. Right. Schedule is being organized by her. Yes. And she's helping. So one of the things you said to me in the past is that it's important to you to be able to cook dinner. Yes. For me and the boys. Mm -hmm. And my answer to that before you said this was we need to eat. Yes. Okay. We are hungry at six or seven. And I'm like, you know, you said we need to cook dinner and you were like, I'm be, but I'd be tired, but I'd be this and I'd be that. Yeah. And so my answer was, let me order Postmates yes. or let me order pizza or let me stop by and pick up food on the way home. You never did see, but you did A and B. Uh, you right. <laughs> I sometimes pick up a whole chicken from Ralph's. <laughs> so anyway, you don't know this again because I'm just telling you because I want you to pat me on the back. So meeting gets moved around today. Right. We were supposed to meet somewhere at four. Yep. And then we were supposed to meet somewhere. Uh, I think we had a call at five and something else at seven. Right. So um, you were like, OK, uh, I was scheduling a massage for us. Mm-hmm. And I realized we go to this meeting at four in Hollywood. We get back around six and I schedule this massage at seven. You probably won't be able to cook. Right. And that's important to you. So Candace is like, uh, should I order dinner? Right. She asked me. Mm hmm. Um, on the side because she's, you know, talking to me about changing the schedule. And I said, no, you shouldn't because Melissa has said that it's important for her (laughs) to be able to make dinner. Now I see you doing merch and doing master tour and emails and setting calls. And I'm saying to myself, to me, why does this woman want to have add dinner making to this? I'm like, we don't, I just want to eat. Boys just want to eat. We don't care if it's healthy or not. We just want food in mouth, stomach quiet. <laughs> but you have said this is important to you. So to me, it doesn't really matter whether I think you should stress yourself out, which is what I told myself. What matters is that I honor what you said, which is yes. I want to cook dinner. Even though I don't think you should have to cook dinner, you said it's important. Yes. So now I give you that opportunity to cook dinner. Thank you. And I don't take that away from you. And if you decide, I don't want to cook dinner. But also, can I just stop you really quickly? Yes. Um, this isn't me raining on your parade. This is to make this better. Yes. You can also just say, that's a great question. Let me ask her. I did that too. Did you see that? When? In the text. I did. Um, the massage was scheduled. No, I meant this right now. What? The dinner situation. Wait, did I, I didn't ask you. I should have asked you? No, I'm saying, so you don't even have to guess. I can look at the schedule myself and say, nope, I still will cook. Or actually, no, today's not a good day. You lost me. Okay, never mind. You're saying I should have taken a step further? It's okay. No, I want to be good. You tell me right now. <laughs> I'm saying that you can also just ask. Oh, like, hey, Liz, I was noticing the schedule is, do you want to cook dinner yeah. or do you want Candace to order? Yes. And now by letting you choose, yes. you have now, I have now taken, instead of choosing for you. Exactly. Got it. Guys, listen, I'm learning too. And I'm what, 15 years in? Yes. It'll be 15 years in June. Sometimes, this is the hardest part of marriage, I'm going to tell you. I've been talking to my friends about this. Talk to Sosa about this. Hardest part of being married for 15 years is feeling like you got to learn something all over again or learn something new with the same vigor as you did when you were young. 
Mm. When I was first learning you, I was like, whew, got to take a lot in. <laughs> you know, family, all that stuff. Yeah. But it's expected right. at the beginning of your marriage or relationship. What is unusually or not expected is 15 years in, you saying, okay, this is this is not going to work no yeah. more. I'm going to do that now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Okay. Speaking of dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, we, a quick, fast, easy, healthy alternative yeah. to um, cooking dinner and going out to eat. It's like right in the middle, yes. to be honest. It's like being able to cook dinner, provide a healthy um, meal for your family, but it's also quick yeah. and fast yes. and easy is Green Chef. Green Chef. So we had the uh, Green Chef Bavarian Quinoa Bowl yeah. last night, and it was really good. I, I was I was very happy. Pork. It was a pork quinoa bowl. Pork quinoa bowl. That's what it was. A very important quinoa bowl. And I'm going to tell you why I was happy. Tell me why. I'd be trying to eat better. But I notice about myself that that Green Chef really helps with. If I don't plan, oh, I revert yes. back to to fast food. Yes, or food that's delivered fast. Yes. And those things are very, even if there's healthy options, I don't choose the healthy no, options. No, you don't. Because I don't want. No, you're not going to. I want. I and want, I think as a woman, no, it's important. I want to say one more thing. Okay. I want a sandwich <laughs> that has chicken tenders and mozzarella sticks on it. Oh, they have it. And it <laughs> has milkshake. Oh, yeah. Oh, fat south. Fat south. But what Green Chef has is healthy alternatives. Yes. And that when it's presented and brought to you. Okay, so okay, so let's so talk about the pros about it. Yes. We've used this service actually before mm-hmm. um even this um ad because Just it, off the for the yeah, same reason. Because honestly it is convenient. They deliver um three basically it's a box of three separate meals mm-hmm. um and it's all pre packaged, pre measured, which I absolutely love that it's pre measured because mm-hmm. listen, girl, I will mess up the recipe in a minute. <laughs> Um, love that it's pre-measured. I love that it's mostly organic options. I love that it's healthy. Um, and it's fast. Most of the meals are cooked in under 30 minutes. Yes. Um, it's very simple, very easy to follow recipes. It's like, I don't know. I feel like as a woman that lives in a very fast paced environment, grocery shopping isn't always something that I do either. Or something uh, you want to do, I, have time I for. I promise you, I'll be wanting to go to the grocery shop. I'll be wanting. I'll be wanting. To go to the grocery store. But it don't always be happening. Mm, mm. So to have the opportunity to have someone send food to me, pre-packaged, pre-measured, pre-everything. It's a healthier alternative to fast food. As a woman, all I can say is yes. Please give me. Yes. Um, And it has been fantastic. I'm excited about the meal tonight that I'm going to make. What are we having? Swedish meatballs, I think. Love it. Yeah. Let me tell you another thing that I like about it. When you are not planning, you tend to make the same food. You over do. And, and over it's and nice over. to expand your palate. Yes, because you would not have made a Bavarian pork and quinoa bowl. <laughs> no, I would not have. You know what I mean? Like you go, you search on Pinterest and stuff, but you ain't ever like, I'm about to go. Because you because you have to buy specific ingredients that you don't normally have. Right. And most time people make dinner with stuff they have on hand most of the time, Absolutely. which means you just chicken and whatever. You're just not doing that. And let me tell you how I knew it was good. Kids was like, I ain't gonna hold yeah, you. Yeah, it was good. And Joe don't be eating nothing. He doesn't. He's a very picky eater. Very picky. And whatever that sauce was on that bowl, it was very tied good. that whole thing together. Yeah, Matter of fact, sauce. Josh had some. Big Irish Jay. Everybody yep. who was over our house shooting was like, the bowl better much good. <laughs> I like it. 
And I and, and here's how you helped me really because I had that healthy dinner. I went and had a show after that. And uh, it was at Flappers and Flappers is notorious for having amazing food, but not healthy. Mm. And since I had just eaten a healthy dinner, I went to Flappers and didn't have to eat oh, something stupid, unhealthy That's because great. I just had a healthy. And then I just I went to bed feeling better. That's great. Because I usually go to the gym and then I undo all my work with health, unhealthy food. So Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company and meal plants include. So regardless if you are uh, paleo. Paleo. Thank you. So Bill Pant includes paleo, mm-hmm. a vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, Mediterranean, heart smart, lean and clean, keto, gluten free and omnivore. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yes. I did vlog a little bit of me making the meal last night and you'll be able to see how like simple and easy it is. It's like really simple to be honest. Literally like 30 minutes. It's very like dummy proof. And um, if you're not a cook like Loki, I don't be cooking all like I'd be wanting to cook, but I'm not like a cook like that. It makes it super easy to make like a really good healthy meal for your family that tastes really good and it's very simple to make. So if you're interested in and trying this out, you can go to greenchef.us slash love hour. That is greenchef.us slash love hour. And that's for $50 off. It's worth it. It is worth it. No, totally worth it. Totally worth we it. We have done this in the past. We are doing this again. It is freaking worth it. Again, it makes it very simple, easy. It's convenient. It's all of the things that as a woman you say yes to. Fresh. Fresh. Healthy. Delicious. Mostly organic. Green chef. All right. <laughs> um, what other questions do we have? Oh, one of the other things I wanted to say about this um, when we were just talking about my voice is realizing, okay, so I worked in the um, aerospace industry for a long time, and they have a thing called root cause corrective action. Okay. And so whenever you have a failure of a part or whatever um the your customer will issue root cause corrective action which means i need you to identify the root cause of this failure and then create a corrective action plan to make sure it doesn't happen again and one of the techniques to reach a root cause is called the five whys a six sigma thing um i'm not certified but i know people that are and part of the five whys, uh, part of the five whys is that you are able to peel back the layers that sometimes are symptoms that we believe is the root cause and they are not mm-hmm. and so if you say this happened and you say why and then you identify that then you say well why did that happen and you can peel back a layer well why did that happen you can peel back a layer and until you can no longer say why then you know you've reached the root cause and a lot of times in relationships what we think is the root cause is oftentimes a symptom. And as an example, uh, we were talking last night about all the emotions that you have. And a lot of times anger, not a lot of times, anger is a symptom of a deeper problem. But we often stop at he's making me mad. Yes. Instead of like peeling back those layers and going through that process for me was how I reached my just say it campaign. Like that's what was birth was me realizing I wasn't speak like, yes, Kevin is making me upset, but that is not the root cause. Yes. The root cause is that I am not speaking my mind. I am not sharing how I feel. Oh, I like that. What? The root cause isn't. You just stay trying to get out of no, 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 no,
what I think that was interesting that just clicked for me is it's not that I always want to get out of trouble, which is true, but I am not mad at Kevin. I'm not just mad at Kevin. Yes. It is this, this, that, and that. So there's some ownership that you have to take in your own thing. And then it's not all, uh, it's not all my fault. It's not all your fault. And the same thing goes for me. I'm not mad at Melissa. I have, Oh, so remember we were talking about, I remember one thing you, we, we were going through some stuff. Um, we'll talk about this in an episode, another episode about being insecure, right? Because I was, I'll, I'll give you a little lead here, but we won't talk about this until at least March. I was snooping through Melissa's phone for a while. That episode relaunched, by the I way. I know. The bonus And episode. somebody emailed me about snooping, yeah. and I realized now in our life now that, that means something different, right? And Melissa was saying that when you look through my phone, it makes me feel like you don't trust me. Mm-hmm. And where is that coming from? Mm-hmm. And I got mad at you. And mm-hmm. I never told you this, yeah. but I got mad at you. Like, well, I should be able to, you ain't got nothing high, you ain't nothing high. <laughs> but then I had to realize that it wasn't, there was nothing you did right. to me that was making me act this way. Mm-hmm. There was some insecurity in me right. that had nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And I was acting that way for that. Right. So I had to take inventory in myself and say, why am I acting this way because i mean I, I have you seen this clip on iyanla this woman had 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 said she had this is awful awful but she did a perfect example of this okay. she had told her three daughters that their dad had raped them oh wow. right okay and for like 20 years they believed that right he never did anything so they take lie detectors and all that stuff and he's like i never did it he turns out to be true she lies about it, it turns out that she takes a lie right so iyanla asks her why did she do that? Like, why did she lie on him? Right. Her answer was, if you didn't do it, you should have fought harder for them and said, I didn't do it. Oh, wow. And Iyana was like, no, no, you lied. You need to own the part that you, you lied. In, yes. You did this. Yes. You said this lie. Absolutely. You cannot then blame him right. for not fighting hard enough for a lie. And then she said, what could he have said to make you believe that he was telling the truth about a lie you made up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a perfect example of people putting that onus on someone, someone else, else when it was her responsibility to fix that in her, what made her broken, that made her lie about something, and then blame him right. for not acting in a way when she you you made it all yeah, up. You created but we do versions of that all the time in our relationship. We don't want to take inventory of ourselves. What causes us to act, why we treat each other this way, why we feel this, why we're angry, why we're upset, why I, whatever you do, yeah. but we want to blame you. And I think the that's spouse. A, and I think that's another part of just going back to the nagging point is that if you're able to clearly and succinctly articulate what is wrong with you or like this is what's bothering me and this is the reason why I think that comes across as less naggy yeah. because a lot of times all we do when we do like share our feelings as women is we just and you didn't do this and this mm-hmm. is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong and this is wrong instead of saying um, I feel like this because mm-hmm. my feelings are hurt because yeah i feel wronged because yes and then he's able to like take a step back and and not you can't disregard that as easily if i say i am hurt yeah and this is how you hurt me and this is why and again it just allows that um anger it allows you to strip off that anger and really like dive down to why i am feeling this way and honestly that's how you prevent yourself from going down the path of resent resentment and contempt because you're able to peel off the layers of anger and like really identify what is wrong 
So one of the questions was, how do you speak up without causing an issue? And one of the interventions that I've heard on a podcast, which let me make sure I say it because I always, every time I say I heard on a podcast, we were like, what podcast was it? Um, the podcast is the Anatomy of Marriage podcast. And one of their interventions is that whenever you have a hard conversation that you have to have with your spouse, they recommend saying, doing a voice note. Mm-hmm. And saying what you want to say via voice note. Okay. And allows you the opportunity, number one, to hear back what you're saying. Yeah. To make sure that you are making sense. Oh, yeah. Um, and to make sure that you've articulated what you want him to get out of what you're trying to say. Yeah. And so you're not just like, and you don't do this and you don't do this and you don't do this. And you, because in the heat of a moment, that's what can happen. Instead of saying, I don't feel supported. I don't feel like you carry your share of the weight as far as household chores. And when you pick up that portion, it makes me feel loved. It makes me feel valued because that is something that's important to me. And when you don't pick up your portion, I don't feel like you care about what's important to me. That is a different conversation than, and you don't never take out the trash and the floor is a mess and you don't vacuum and the bathroom's not clean. And you, you, that's different. And it's so easy as a husband to be argumentative if you choose the former. Mm-hmm. Or the latter. The latter. You just don't take out the trash. I do. You don't do this. No, I do. But when you, your wife says, when you do these things or don't do these things, it makes me feel this way. It's harder to be like, I do. <laughs> like, cause now I'm hearing you like, I, I feel like you're not helping me. Right. And those words are very different than an accusatory. You don't ever take out the trash. You don't ever do this. You don't. Exactly. Cause then guess what's going to happen? Well, I do this and I do that and I do this and I do that. So even if I don't do those things, you said I do this and those can't exactly, out. and that's what men do all, all the. And honestly, the that's how you just reach a stalemate in a conversation. Yes, and so instead of and now doing, you feel non-value because you, I just disregard you your feeling, you disregard it, and you I feel what attacked I said. and nagged exactly. because here she go again, and, and you never give me the credit for all the stuff that I do do. And now we're at nowhere. And now we're building contempt. And now we're building resentment that will lead to contempt. I'll tell you a perfect example in our own marriage. Remember this Las Vegas last year. Okay. Okay. Um. Interestingly enough, this wasn't even about you. Cousin of mine, lover, she booked two tickets to Vegas. Yes. Got a ticket to Vegas and a ticket home. Yes. Okay. I love her. And I said, don't worry about it because I'm going to get your ticket back home. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're talking about how she's going to get back to the airport. I'm like, no problem. I will send you an Uber. Don't trip. <laughs> My wife was like, you should take her to the airport. Yes. And I don't like taking people to the airport. He doesn't. I don't mind sending a car for you. I don't mind having a car pick you up. I also don't mind when people don't pick me up. I don't, I'm not even that way for myself, including my brother. The only person I pick up from the airport are two people in the world. My wife, my mother. If my dad comes to visit me personally, <laughs> the Uber is at Arrivals LAX. What terminal are you in? He's You're absolutely this person. Terminal three, black Nissan. <laughs> My mom, I'm here. My wife, I'm here. Anyone else to include my brother, Ken Telsey, anyone, Joshi Gons, <laughs> you know how to get home. So my wife is upset. Kev, you should take her. You know, you, you do this and that. And you always want to be a jerk about it in front of Mel and Greg and stuff. Something lighter than that. And I'm like... All of his defense was in that. That's not how the conversation went. Oh, yeah. When I tell these stories, Melissa is really worse than she ever is in life. And I don't remember what words she actually said. I remember the words I heard. Yes. And those words are worse. (laughs) Because I'm the hero. I'm Iron Man. (laughs) 
My response and what I think you were saying was, I want you, if it were me, I would hope you would take me to the airport. We got mm-hmm. through that later. Yeah. But it ain't you. It's Beck. So she said that and I feel attacked. Ego first response was, I pay you. Ego first response. Ego first response. Trademark that. <laughs> Need a car lawyer. My ego first response was, I pay for all of this. You this sure house. Did. That we're renting, I paid for it. I want everybody to come to Vegas. I'm paying for everybody staying here on my dime. I bought the groceries. It was my idea. I I mean, and I really did pay for all this stuff, even though it was my idea. I now want credit for something that I suggested <laughs> I do and then did and then blame people for not thanking me enough, which I realize in retrospect, not the best way to approach things. <laughs> but I did all this. And this is the one thing I don't do. And now I'm a jerk. And Melissa actually said, That's fair. I understand that. I understand how you can feel that. And that's not what I was saying. What I was saying is your cousin's a young woman. Maybe she doesn't feel safe. And in my mind, I'm like that girl Uber from the airport here. (laughs) How she don't feel safe when she get back to Houston, she going to Uber from the airport home. Now this one trip, she don't feel safe. But now that I've been watching you on Netflix, I feel like I should have took her. So actually, I think I end up taking her to the airport. I did because I don't want to hear your mouth about it. But what I realized is you putting on her what was important to you. That's that's fair. Right. And I had never and I told I had never treated you that way. Yeah. And I'm not going to start because you my boo. Mm-hmm. She's just my cousin. I don't care what happened to that mm-hmm. girl. Take that over. I ain't going to wake up. But what what is very hard about Melissa just saying it is. Your ego first response is what you want to be portrayed as, as opposed to how you actually feel. Yeah. When you're having a hard conversation, you have to actually access your feelings and share your true feelings, not the version of something that makes you feel like you're the better person. Mm -hmm. And I realize a lot of times that's what I was doing. Yes. I'm sharing what you you should respect me. You should honor me. You should be thankful. Mm -hmm. You should be glad as opposed to the harder conversation for me as a man uh, or as this man is when you say that stuff, all that what I really should wanted to say in the Vegas thing is I work really hard and I want my family to be taken care of. And I really spend a lot of money so we can have this. Mm -hmm. And no. And then this situation, it was true. Nobody even said thank you. Yeah. No one in my family was like, man, Kev, hey, thanks, man. I mean, granted, they, the, the trip wasn't over. So they, you know, they all mm-hmm. thanked me individually afterwards with all that. But I was feeling like, bro, nobody even said this. Like, thanks, man. I appreciate this. I didn't have to come out of my pile. I was buying plane tickets for people. I ain't got it like that. I just went crazy. Because um, <laughs> actually, what we figured out is flying all four of us, it'd be equal to fly two or three people to Vegas. Yeah. But anyway, now I've been working on saying what I feel, even if that feeling is more vulnerable and that a helps us in the actual situation and B helps us create a stronger bond because I'm sharing my true feelings, which means I'm vulnerable as opposed to trying to be tough and sharing what I want to portray. Absolutely. Totally killed that. Any other last thoughts? It's a good episode. It was. And I appreciate the viewers and listeners for saying, Hey, we want more clarity. Can you answer this? Because you know, producing a podcast is tough. Melissa has to come up with all these ideas and all this, this or that on her own. I don't be helping. I'm just a talent. <laughs> Tell me what time I need to be in Studio A. Send me a call sheet. I will be there. But as far as thinking of stuff, I not do it. <laughs> so when y'all give her ideas like this, it makes her job a little bit easier. So I appreciate that. I'm sure as a producer. Um, I appreciate it. It well. helps you too. Um, so I appreciate y'all interacting with us on email. Melissa be getting emails and DMs. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, like I do. all types. But of I stuff. appreciate it. Yeah, and no, I, I think it's great because what we want to build is not just a podcast you listen to or view. We want to build a community and a community of people who ask questions and we want you to feel valued as well. You as the listeners who say, it's okay, take it longer than an hour. Have y'all noticed, Melissa ain't been tripping about the time no more. I, no, the last episode I did and this one I did as well in my mind. There are lots of times I wanted to tell you to wrap it up. <laughs> people ain't got nothing to do at work. Just be talking. But anyway, I appreciate y'all. Um, we both appreciate you guys for, for just being active because that's the reason why we even do this. And it's the reason why people are willing to sponsor the show. Yes. And just one last note. I also want to say thank you um, to our sponsors. Mm-hmm. And thank you guys so much for your support. Rating, reviewing this podcast is the reason we even have sponsors. Please support our sponsors. Um, Blue Chew for the month of February. Men, hop on that. Or women hop on that. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, and then also for... Hop on the penis! <laughs> and and ride! Do you want to ride? And also the pony, green um, chef. Uh, again, it'll free up some time for you to have some... Sex. Some alone time with your spouse. Um, the uh, promo code on both of those is Love Hour. It's bluechew.com. Bluechew.us slash love hour. Um, again, thank you guys so much for joining us. We will be in your feed again next week. Send any podcast well, this week, topics. Sunday, bonus episode. Bonus episodes, but new episodes. On brand new, new episodes on Thursday. And any also, podcast topics sorry. you can send to um, lovehourpodcast at kevonstage.com. And also, check out our other podcasts, Righteous and Ratchet, on Wednesdays, that last episode, Doughboy Quit His Job. Want to find out why? Check it out. And coming this Monday, our very first episode of Aska with a black Trump supporter. Oh, she's first. She's first. She has the Make America Great Again hat on the microphone stand. I was like, I don't want. (laughs) But I do want because that's who she is. Yes. So a very interesting episode. Uh, And then henceforth, now and forevermore, every Monday we'll have Aska. I think we've got, um, correct me if I'm wrong, Josh, Method. Ask a meth head after Trump supporter in the third episode. I do not remember what's third, but uh, Crip. Crip is third. So Trump supporter, meth head, and a Crip. First three and episodes. tons and tons more. Tons and tons more. So follow us on uh, Apple and Spotify and on YouTube and Facebook. And we love you. Okay. All right. Thank you guys so much.